Welcome to Life in Space. Today's episode is a uh, interesting episode. It's a uh, interview with uh, Mr. Basic and I. We do another episode of Modulator Bay. Uh, we're going to talk about synthesis, uh, music, video games, and all kinds of other interesting things. Uh, this is uh, our second uh, show that we've done, so uh, we just uh, wanted to do a cool show for you guys. Uh, go ahead and take a listen. Hope you enjoy. I also wanted to do, do a special thank you to uh, Mr. Basic for having me on again. And uh, maybe in the future we'll uh, continue to do these shows and uh, keep everybody informed on what's going on and the modulator uh, news and synthesis. So anyway, go ahead and uh, enjoy this episode of uh, Modulator Bay, the second episode. Uh, go ahead and uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. And if you want to, check the links in the uh, podcast so you can check out all of Mr. Basic's music and all the other shows that he does. So anyway, uh, thank you and enjoy. Oh, all right. Here we are. It says we are live. All right. All right. Welcome to Modulator Bay. This is Mr. Basic. No jingle this time. That'll be for next time. Wasn't quite ready for it yet. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to have a good show of talk, 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 talking at the very least. And uh, I don't think I'll put a, um, a time end cap cap on this. So we're just going to we're just going to keep on going. And um, anyone in the chat wants to say anything. Anyone wants to comment afterwards about stuff, um, we welcome you to do so. And I have on the show today, once again, uh, in our episode two, um, Audio Surgeon, which I am uh, so sorry. I <laughs> I botched your name so bad the last time. It's Jelly okay. 100, nice to see you here already. <laughs> yeah, so Audio Surgeon. Um, I know you much better now than I did the first time we talked. Um, yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> and I've watched, uh, listened to that is some of your podcasts. Um, oh, really? In yeah. space, uh, not too many yet because uh, my life has just been crazy. I haven't hardly had time to do any like music or anything like that. But um, you know, as usual, but you know, I try to as much as possible. That's true. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been really busy too, mostly on the road and working and everything. So it's been kind of hard to find time to do all this stuff. But uh, now it's it's awesome, man. I mean, we, we got the show going and uh, everything sounds good. Uh, so I'm really excited. Cool. Yeah, this is an, a very interesting time. Last time we did it was before all of this um, weird virus stuff happened, and uh, and you know I we were already kind of into the whole streaming. Um, revolution that has been going on a bit you know just based on general technology advances <laughs> and our abilities to do uh new things especially as musicians and uh creatives and whatnot right yeah um, that's 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 yeah. totally true i uh when this all started going down everybody was starting to do a lot of streaming stuff online and uh the one thing that's kind of hard to get your you know your mind wrapped around is figuring out how to get the the software and everything all your recording stuff working with it uh because they, they kind of limit you on some of those things but uh i figured out a way to get my sound in here and i uh, got my soundboard all set up 
And um, uh, so it works a lot better now. Plus, the first time, I think I was just using my computer. I was actually just plugged right into my computer, and I was using my microphone through through it. But uh, this time, uh, I think that uh, as technology gets better and everything, it'll be really cool to see these shows progress and get better. Yeah, that's what I, I noticed right away that your audio was was uh, was great, <laughs> at least as good as mine, <laughs> if not better. Um, yeah, so that's I definitely noticed that. That's cool. Um, Inverted Popes, nice to see you made it. Cool. Um, yeah. So, how have you how have you been doing? How's how's this uh, this present moment in time been treating you? Um, to be honest, uh, as of now, uh, life has just kind of been the same for me. I mean, we usually, uh, my, my wife and I are usually always on the road and we're working on the road. Uh, so, uh, we, we kind of been really busy during this time. Uh, so coming home and just kind of unwinding and stuff when I get to come home, it's, it's really nice. I just get to do the things I want to do. It's just kind of been the same, I guess. But, uh, I know that a lot of things out there, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so a lot of people probably not getting to work and things like that. They're, they're staying home or they're quarantined and everything. So uh, I definitely know that for some people, it, it, life is definitely different. And there, there was a point when there was a lot of less people on the road, but now uh, recently there's been a lot of more people doing things out outside and, uh, you know, going back out into the, into the world, I guess, again. And uh, so I do notice things are kind of coming back to the way that they were. Uh, but I think that uh, for a lot of people, they're still doing things from home. And I think that'll be a really cool thing, too, with uh, technology getting better, is that I think that more people will be able to work from home and do things over the Internet as it gets better. So that'll be interesting to see how that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, okay, so you've been on the road. You mentioned to me er, uh, earlier that you um, that you came through Washington, and we we kind of just like commented a little a little bit about that. I I don't really know anything about that. So how you know how did you like it? What was your experience? Or do you you often do that, or just go just uh, go on by? through Washington like that? Yeah, uh, every once in a while we, we, we do pass through Washington. We usually go through, I think, uh, it's Tacoma, Washington, and we go north from there sometimes, and then we'll come back down south, uh, down to, towards Portland. Uh, we were there, I think, uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, I believe, uh, uh, well, it was like the beginning of spring or something like that. Maybe it was last month. Uh, but uh, the, the, the trees were very green. Everything was really nice, and I there was a lot of, like, uh, these little things that fall from the sky. They're, like, those little seeds or something with the little fuzz on them. There was a lot of them flying around uh, and everything. Yeah. So it, it was really pretty. Honestly, I, Washington and uh, Portland, uh, those are some of the, my favorite places to go to. So I really enjoy going up there. You got a really nice state up there. I like it. Yeah, I find it hard to leave. Um, mainly just the big, tall evergreens. I feel kind of like a blanket, you know? And then when I'm in a desert or something, I feel like, like I'm like ah well, you know you know <laughs> other people feel differently that way but I don't know but I also feel very fortunate to be close to cool places like Portland and Olympia has kind of been my hometown since college and whatnot at least that's nice nice yeah it's really nice up there and the weather is awesome too it's great I don't remember actually at this point where you're from or where you're where you're at you're at right now uh, Arizona where uh, I'm from Arizona. Okay. Yeah. And so, so okay, so that it ends up being like you said, okay, it the time zone changes, so we're at the same time zone right now. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I think during the summertime, uh, it's the same time zone, and then in the winter time, though, I believe that. Uh, do you guys do? Uh, you do the um, daylight savings time. 
in um, Washington? It, yeah, we always have. Yeah, unless it just changed this year, or last year, or something. Yeah, we always do. Yeah, and I believe we're off by an hour when it's what's in the winter time. So, but okay. yeah. But I think, you know, all states obviously are probably eventually going to go to not doing it since it's an archaic thing and stuff. But yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard of. Uh, I've actually heard that a few states already uh, stopped doing it. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens. I'm glad I got a phone that changes the time automatically because uh, if I'm somewhere and I don't know what the time is, I, I just check this thing. <laughs> uh -huh. Keeping track of all that, that's got to be kind of weird and kind of like, oh, well, I'm off by an hour, off by a couple. It's It, it can get confusing, I think. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Glory to glory to glory. Nice to see you here. Yeah. Awesome live show. Yeah. Cool. And Bully Got Music is here. I've seen you here. I've seen you on my uh, streams before. Cool. Yeah. You made it in time this time. Indeed. We have uh, a lot of stuff um, that we could just talk and talk about all day long. Um, oh, yes. Probably. yes. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so. I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to start out with anything like uh, anything that new? New? That uh, yeah. I mean, uh, not too many things are, are, I guess, new since last time. Uh, I got uh, a new controller for FL Studios. It's called the Akai Fire. Uh, so that'll be kind of cool to mess around with. Uh, as for I that, no I just kind of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I had no idea. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a nice little controller. It's 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 cool. You can start and stop and push some buttons and stuff. And I I, I like buttons. What can I say? It's yeah. it's always fun to <laughs> get more no, of those. No, you don't even know because like I you know I started out when it comes to computer. I started out in Ableton Live, uh, just thinking, oh well, I need this control. I need the need sequencer control and all that stuff. So it's like I got the the launch control XL and the launch pad right. Not mm -hmm. the launch pad, not to do uh, you know, cool launch pad videos or anything. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that guy, so I'm not gonna get a launch pad. But I did because I realized that there's a practical use for it, you know. Sure. But sure. <laughs> but so I tried to, and then I realized, oh, and I had arguments with the music guy while I knew nothing about anything yet. Um, about <laughs> like, why, why can't I sequence on this in Ableton Live? He's like, he's like, Ableton Live is a big sequencer. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm like, but I don't, I don't know. I, I want to sequence. And it's like, oh. but eventually I, I learned how to use a different script on the launch pad, but it's all that workaround and stuff. I kind of wish that that thing, the Akai Fire controller would have been out three years ago. And then I would have done FL Studio and I probably would have still been on it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I, I just messed around with it for a few minutes already, uh, but uh, it's it's kind of nice. Yeah, like you said, it's got a sequencer. It just kind of has what do you call it? one, two, three, four, four, uh, four patterns, and then it's got four different you know sequences up to sixteen bars, uh, and it, it's kind of cool. I was actually looking into when I first started doing a lot of this stuff. I was gonna get a launch pad or a push. I, I wanted to get into Ableton and stuff, and then. Uh, I, I guess I kind of uh, didn't really know it that well. Uh, so I just recently I went back to FL Studios and uh, I've been really enjoying it a lot. Um, for for the money, I think FL Studios is, is a really good platform. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me, I guess, since I used it in the past as well. Uh, I used to use it way back in the early days. But uh, yeah, it's 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 really nice, though. I, I, I like it. And uh, let me see. I, I also use uh, my machine... That, that that's also pretty good too but um 
it's kind of difficult to work with machine and FL Studios at the same time. I guess certain DAWs just don't click, I guess, unless you wanted to use it as, as a controller in FL Studios. But there's a lot of workaround, like you're talking about, like assigning every different button, but then you have to go in and create like a Marco or whatever you call it, or like a different you know instance for each key. It's, it's just a headache. So I just, I, I use them separately, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that is a really good point because that comes up all the time in my researching everything and trying everything. It's just that, is that like Machina works best by itself as a whole unit by itself. And, you know, some DAWs are like that too, whereas they have the best things right in there. You use other things, it becomes more complicated to use it together. Uh, a lot of people do and have no problem with that. But like like you said, Machina... I think other people have said that about that environment. And I think a lot of things are kind of made to be that way, uh, to be best when used all inclusively. And I, I've tried to kind of uh, go with that philosophy myself, too, to try to not complicate things too much. The only thing I wish I could do, which I haven't figured it out, though, is how to send a clock from my FL Studios to machine. That's all I want to do, because I actually took the audio uh, from the machina it's got its own built-in sound card in there and then i wanted to just have audio go through the machine directly to my mixer and then i if i could send a clock out then i could just use this thing as like a drum machine in a sense which is what i originally wanted to do but uh, i'm not quite sure because every time i try to sync it or try to uh, midi sequence it, it it won't it won't actually work like as if i'm sending it to like my sub 37 if i sense you know information to, to my sub 37 it works fine but but for some reason, this machine, uh, it's, like I said, it's good on its own, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... it's yeah, you always it's, run into things. You never know. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. <laughs> uh, I've been kind of lucky with this this weird thing for an interface, the RC505. It's like, not only is it a multi-effects pedal that I'm just using as an interface, you know, mm -hmm. never mind the looper stuff, but it also, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, it, I don't know, it's just weird. I forgot what I was going to say about it, but related to what you just said. <clears throat> yeah, but I was it, actually I was actually looking around at the the RC it's five hundred five, right? RC five hundred five. I was actually looking at those uh, way before I actually got a lot of these uh, MIDI controllers and stuff, and that that thing was kind of cool. I was like, it, it might it might be kind of cool just to to just a live loop and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah, what that's I was thinking. Right. I was thinking, um, yeah, any interface that you have that has MIDI on it, it just happens to do MIDI sync as well, like yeah. to even even big DIN sync MIDI, you know, mm -hmm. at your gear. So it literally latency free does the MIDI, um, just fine uh, to your gear. But well, I don't know if it'd be latency free for everybody's computer, but but it is for mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for mine as well, the, the MIDI, I always find that it's always doing the job the best. And then when you finally get everything you want, you just record it down into your DAW. And then that, that kind of works out, I guess. Like That's how I kind of do it. But uh, with the FL Studios, it's kind of nice to be able to work something in there. And then when I do uh, get all my MIDI sequences in there and I get my playlist ready, I can actually structure more like song-like things, you know. Uh, before I kind of had just like, you know, just uh, patterns and I would just kind of mix them together and make them kind of like, you know, play with each other. But it's kind of cool also to have that studio environment as well. Uh, I know that I said in the past, like I tried not to get too much into like, you know, piano roll and all that stuff like that. Uh, but I, I do uh, like to work together with the synths and the studio. I guess I get kind of like a good combination of, you know, best of both worlds <laughs> in a sense, I guess. Yeah. 
yeah, it's cool when you can do that, um, when your brain can switch back and forth and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it took a long time to figure out how to do it, too. I mean, to be honest, like, there's just so much thinking, like, okay, if I do this this way and I can do it on my FL Studios and I can also do some live stuff and I record it. But, you know, to get everything to go all the way you want it, it's it takes a while to get it down. <laughs> Even just recording with the soundboard and stuff like that, it's just, it's mind-blowing how many things you can do with it. But at the same time, you get lost. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so I'm I'm on my way to go completely dollars and do do it with the help of Tascam. Um, but uh, I mean, not not all the time, but uh, pretty much to not ever need a computer. I can always go some go to another part of the house and then do the computer stuff later and always do it separately and that yeah. sort of thing and have different studios even that way. Um, uh, but, um, but yeah, for me, I've been thinking a lot about signal processing and all that stuff and sends and returns and stuff like that. Um, not only line level for like a mixer, because I don't have a mixer yet, but also for, I don't have all my sequencing for all the voices that I have, uh, yet. So what I, what I basically did is I got really excited about synths for the last three years and I have acquired the synths and not the sequencing and not the mixer yet to put it all together. So I can do small projects still, you know, that, and whatnot. And, and I love my computer for everything it does at the moment. But like once I get that Tascam mixer, I'm thinking that that, you know, that can bring me there. Do you think that that's like a viable thing? Uh, the I believe uh, which one you're looking at the 16, the 12 actually. Oh, the 12, the 12. Yeah, I that's the newest one I believe they made, right? The 12. Uh, yeah, I believe it has uh, SD card recording as well. Yeah. A am I correct? Yeah, I, I yeah. believe it does. And that's that's actually pretty handy. When I first actually checked that out, uh, it's real simple and it sounds amazing. To be honest with you. Uh, it records really good quality sound. Um, it's real easy to go back and forth between your tracks. Um, not only that, you can arm and disarm whichever channel you want. So, for instance, like on my board right here, let me see if I can name this down if I can. Uh, might not be close enough. Uh, the point is I, uh, they each have a uh, recording, a uh, little record button above each track. And... Um, so you can arm and disarm whichever track that you want to record on, and they start to flash red. And then uh, with your control panel up here, uh, you can uh, hit, re you know, stop, play, you know, record, all that stuff. And then it records directly on an SD card. And I think uh, you can put up to like, I think like almost like a 512 or something in this thing. So uh, it'll hold a lot of audio. So it's it's nice uh, to be honest with you. The the twelve, I think I saw that the inputs are actually on the back of it. So yeah, it's really it's really I compact. Like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what I like that's, the most about it. It's, it's really great. Yeah, especially yeah. for like you know if you wanted to just have like a little studio like Porta Studio, I think it would be great to have. You could even shove it underneath and bring it out. You know what I mean? And you couldn't do that with all of them on the top unless you had unless you had right angle. Yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> And I, did did you say it's rack mountable too? The sixteen is that width. Oh, the sixteen. Model okay. 15. Okay. Uh, so that was like tempting. It's like you could do that, but then really, I thought so much about it. I don't know if you have any thoughts about this, but it 
it seems like everybody always chooses still to have their mixer at sort of a desktop at a, maybe an angle rather than have it straight up and down like that. And maybe yeah. there's something to do that. I don't know if I've ever done that before. Oh, I, I've never had a mixer that's just straight up and down. Uh, these are actually, uh, they, they're, they're built on an angle. So you kind of still get like a little bit of preparation. Like, you know, it's kind of, um, I don't know what the word is for, but it, it kind of sits at an angle. So yeah. that way you're not looking at it flat. Like I don't have to stand over like this or anything. I can see everything just sitting at, at the, you know, table level or whatever. So it's, uh, yeah, it, this one at, at more of an angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can make it even more more yeah, like if you want to actually like um, conserve conserve space if you have a desk that you can put up maybe I don't know maybe up against the wall or something like that and then you can kind of maybe put a keyboard down here if you have enough room but this thing takes up a lot of my desk I'll I'll be honest with you this twenty four is huge and my I would love to have that many but I think I I just have to limit myself um, like like this one's my my old mixer right here. Uh, this thing is tiny compared to the 24. I'll be honest. It, it's like twice this size. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the laces is, let me see if I can move this. I'll get a better angle. Here we go. That's cool. I have an Elisa. It, it is, it is gigantic though. So like, man, I can't really study this very well. It is a huge board. And what I was saying, there's little recording knobs. If I can get right there, I'll just push once so you can see. So you can arm them, right? So you want to record those three tracks, and then you would just, you know, up here there's a little control panel, and you just hit record up here, and then there's a little screen. You can see everything on there. But, uh, yeah, so if you wanted to use it as just an SD recording device, it works very well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. It just, uh, it, you know, it just is that versatile thing that does everything that you wanted well, that I wanted a mixer to do before I realized what a mixer actually was. <laughs> and, and of course, it works It works fantastic, too, with the USB if you want to just use it in a DAW. So, for instance, you just want to use these as individual channels in your DAW. Uh, it's fantastic, too. So I, I guess you get the best of all of the different types of ways you can do it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I would I would totally, you know, if I had my computer somewhere else or whatever, I would totally take the the task cam and then bring it over and have that beat no actually i wouldn't because i have the launch control xl is really nice for the daw control i've already got my daw yeah. controller which is nice i like it um I, at first i thought well there could be a nicer looking thing but i was like nah that's nice <laughs> yeah i like no, it yeah novation novation makes really good stuff i like it i just uh, i never owned anything from but that was the first thing i wanted to get was a launch pad but i just for some reason never i never got down that road to getting one but uh their products look really good top quality too mm -hmm. uh you mentioned the 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 uh snowy things that that are floating around in washington state as you went by in certain places the dog yeah, yeah. and cottonwood trees are blooming right now and it's for anyone with allergies it's horrible just to go outside and it's like yeah. snow some place some places that you could just see it it's like whoa it's like you see it circling around like <laughs> it's like oh, it's horrible <laughs> yeah i kind of figured that it's like uh it's got to be some sort from the trees i guess but uh, yeah there was a lot cough, of it coming yeah down. So i cough it's not covid <laughs> yeah yeah that's true <laughs> have to apologize to people at the grocery store. It's allergies. It's allergies, everybody. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Back on. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, I think I had a lot of like, you know, like uh, allergies this past month too. But yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Oh man. So should we talk about the subharmonicon? I was actually about to mention that. I was looking at. I have a little book up here, and I was. Uh, I was thinking, uh, what should we uh, talk about here? And I, I remember you were talking about you got a subharmonicon, and uh, I don't really know much about it yet. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I did a couple videos a couple years ago, um, uh, talking to Moog about yelling at Moog to release the subharmonicon to everybody because we all need it. And people just don't even know it yet. They, they weren't, they weren't excited about it because everyone's like, what is that thing? It's kind of weird. It's kind of a niche thing. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, even, even now people, people say about it, oh, it's, yep. One trick pony, ho ho, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah. it is kind of weird that like musicians and people that aren't into synthesizers are almost like introduced to it right now because it looks so nice and cool in this form. Like, um, that oh. more people are into it, but maybe that'll pass. I don't know. It does look really cool. I'll be honest with you. The the, the design and everything. I, I I think I seen the original design when they were doing like a workshop or something like that. It looks a little strange, but this one it it looks really nice. Uh huh. But I think now people since since YouTubers at least uh, or other people that have had the opportunity to explain it to everybody have done a good job of doing that, and they put out all these videos. Then maybe d people do it do understand it a little bit more and see that oh actually you can see it in a sort of way that it's pretty simple even though it might not be what you want but um but if you know if if maybe you like the sounds from it then you can understand like that that there there's a there's always going to be a way for you to be able to do that it's not so confusing you know sure 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 it it just makes sense to me uh, yeah no it's 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 really cool. Uh, so, do you? Um, the only times I've seen it online, I, I was watching someone play around with it. Uh, so, is there like a sequence of patterns in there, and uh, is it like a? Uh, it's 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 like a. Um, no set. Own... Yeah, that? there is no set sequence of patterns. Like yeah, yeah, one. Okay, um, but with the four knobs combined, you do set one. You know. <laughs> at least now the subharmonicon is not the only thing that does this there's like a melody something that just came out you can see it on modulargrid.com when you see all the newest modules um that somebody came out out with a little module that's just four lanes that is this rhythm sequencer the same thing that's on the dfam which is a um a clock divider and so okay. four clock dividers but what they do is they play off of each other so um, they'll you'll never get the same thing unless you set all four of these to whichever exact thing that you did before. Okay. Um, so all four of them combined will make a preset, but there is no. Okay. You know, but you have to come up with it. Um, and also, there's there it comes with paper. Uh, the paper overlays like the DFAM did um, for some presets. Um, that you can see that they've done for you and which I haven't done yet. I haven't, I haven't been able to play with it that much yet, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I, I still, uh, unfortunately I haven't played with it much, but I do understand it through and through because I was so obsessed with it even years ago. And I just, I just, I felt like I understood it all, already, but, but like, uh, so, 
Um, there's also blank ones in the back of the book then you can make your own. So I need to Xerox those so that, so that when if I ever run out, then I can keep making more. And I plan to have this thing be my chord generation workflow for basically the start composition start of of all of most of my music of my more serious music will start here sure. because I've always thought about I'm not a ten finger piano player although I've played mallets but like so I want to come up with chords a certain way I kind of like how I've done it in modular and soft modular and on the computer and in a similar way I can do that here I can come up with chord what the chords will be for the song and then maybe I'll do it do the chords with something else but this is how I'd like to come up with chords I don't know okay. if anyone said that about it. Uh -huh. For me, that's the main thing. And then the rhythm stuff is cool too. And that just creates cool stuff for you, kind of like a touring machine. You know, it's generative stuff. I like it. Cool. So you, you can get a lot of cool ideas from it then, I'm sure. Yeah. I just like that it's a six oscillator synth. Okay. So it's it's basically you're playing, like you said, you play, it plays chords in, right? Yeah. You can so, play six tones at the same time and just, and it has six outs oh, for each one of them if you want to do that instead of just one out. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, I, I believe uh, they, they were showing something. Uh, if it's, it's got a MIDI uh, uh, plug on there too as well, right? Can, can you actually play six notes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, n no, you can play one note. Oh, okay. And yeah, uh, well, does it have an in for the different, but maybe two because it has two different ins for the CV for the VCOs for each of the VCOs. And the sub, the two sub oscillators are tied to each of the VCOs. So, yeah, so probably paraphonic, two. two okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's kind of like the uh, the, the sub 37, it's a duophonic, so you can play two keys up, I mean, at once if you want. Okay, I get it then, okay. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I did watch the loop up video, but I forgot. I forgot exactly. So maybe refer to his video on on whether you can do that or not. I for, I kind of forgot because I'm not so I, concerned with that yet. <laughs> I think I think you are correct because I now now that I'm thinking about it, I think that's what they said that you can play two keys. It, it's like duo, but like I said. You, each one of those, you know, uh, oscillators, you have to tune those, and then you basically are you're playing. How do you say, two keys, but then those are attached. It's six, right? Six voices. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's three on each one, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I would say it. not a weird synth at all, except for the fact that it goes backwards. <laughs> it does everything backwards. It goes does everything down from the oh, root okay. note. You you find chords down from the root note. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Like the root note is your top note. Uh-huh. Divisions make you go lower notes. That's all there is to it, but that's weird. Yeah, no, that's and interesting. It, it makes for nice, weird sounds and, and progressions, maybe. Yeah, and that's that's definitely cool, especially when you're looking for like something like, you know, some sort of idea or whatever. I the the thing I like to do is I, I try to find ideas and things like that so I can progress my my I work on a lot of on my melody right now because uh that's the one thing I find that's the most difficult to do, I guess, uh for, for me is is finding melody and then creating a good melody or like a catchy melody or something like that. Cause I mean making like a drum loop or something like that, I can just throw that together, you know, no problem. But uh yeah. melody is always, you know 
you need some sort of inspiration for that. So I, I imagine that's really good for trying to learn like a melody or, or not really learning, but just trying to get ideas for it. So that's a really neat idea. Yeah. But, but I pretty much with this thing, you really do have to start with everything, you know, at its starting point, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with the sequencer in terms of no divisions on the rhythm sequencer and really get, you know, get that. And then just small changes are gonna create big changes. Oh, that's cool. So, you you know, so you won't even be doing much. It'll just be subtle things after you find your notes. Uh, Yeah. And I think that's, that's cool about it. And it really sounds good too. Um, Just this section here, just the filter and the filter envelope and the, and the amp and the amp envelope and how how it can basically if the decay is not um, done yet from a note, uh, then it and it goes back to the attack. It won't attack. The attack won't trigger again, um, and the note will just keep on going on and fade out. And then the attack will trigger again after the decay is only if the decay is short enough uh, to be within that step. If the decay is longer than that step, then it then the whole envelope is two steps now. Okay. And so the first video I did, which is just the one before this one, um, uh, it was doing that, uh, and I, you know, I didn't even know how to make it not do that at first. But everybody who's done explaining on the subharmonicon has tried to explain it in a kind of a complicated way. But that's kind of really all it is, is just that that if the, if the decay is long enough, then it won't re-trigger and it'll go <laughs> or really slow and only trigger every third note and oh, or okay. trigger every fifth note if it's too long, you know, which makes it sound cool. Sure, sure. Happy mistake. Oh yeah, yeah, and the the one thing that's great about these instruments is that you definitely want to find those interesting things that it's like you said, like a happy accident or like you know an interesting mistake, which turns into something really cool. So that that's really neat, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's very exciting. I'm I thank Moog, thank you Moog, thank you Moog, thank you Moog. I'll do a, a thank you Moog video and another one and another one because <laughs> it listened to me and that's why they put it out. I'm just <laughs> no, but either that or they, they were just, they were smart, smart enough to keep it under wraps well enough, like a good synth company should. And Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but you know, they did it with the mother 32 and the deep pans. I was always hoping, yes. ah. I don't care whether they put out the vocoder or not. I don't know about you. Yeah. That thing was really pricey. <laughs> that big vocoder. That thing, I don't know. I mean, just to have a different sounding kind of voice in the synth, it's it's a, well, it's a lot. They put it out as a just to everyone, like mass produce it and for cheaper, or like a small version, like a rack mount version. Like I mean, the, like a Euro rack. I'm sorry, uh, that'd be kind of cool. Then that might be interesting. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's like what, like eight grand? I think. <laughs> wait, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh wait, not that vocoder. Oh, not that one. Uh, okay, at the last Moog Fest, just like this, uh, they did with the Mother Thirty Two and the and the DFAM, or which was the brother from another mother at the time, uh-huh. when it was the silver faced one, and then they did a silver faced subharmonicon. Yeah, that, yeah, that looked different. But then they did a silver faced, a vocoder, in this really? format exactly. 
Really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, last year. Um, and yeah, it's, and I know what you're talking about, the the big the classic Moog vocoder, they put that back out and it was yeah. like eight grand or something. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, I'm not rich, um, but maybe I want to get rich to get one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they did put out a smaller one than you're saying. Yeah, and it's very that. basic. Oh, okay. Like the old one. Um, but I think it's different. It's got all these faders on the bottom, along the bottom, and then knobs at the top, along the top, like that. So okay. it's got kind of like 10 faders. It's like a 10-band vocoder. That's interesting. I'll have to take a look. I, I must have missed that then. To be honest with you, this past uh, past year, I, I've been kind of missing out on like certain things online about new uh, product and new gear. Uh, I just haven't really been paying attention, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, but, yeah that's okay but that's that's just uh that was at made at Modefest, and that's the thing is like it doesn't really get publicized much because they don't know whether they'll or they won't say or won't don't we don't know whether they'll ever put that out to the public so why tell everybody and make it a big hype about it ah uh, yeah yeah because they have that moog fest thing yeah. and then sometimes the products that they, they they display and then some guy goes out and talks about it huh <laughs> they really don't know at that point whether they want yeah. to put it out or not that's know. true. That's it true. Because I that test the people out whether they whether they're into it. And I thought maybe people mm -hmm. weren't in this into the subharmonicon when it first came out. And I was really worried about that it would ne just never come out. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can never. T I, I guess since their production, you know, they they do everything by hand, so they might not really know if people want to buy into that. And then you know, if they have a bunch of them on hand, they can't sell them or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I but, plan to get any more but i don't plan to get anything more at all when it comes to studio except for the ends of it which i've been dragging my heels on this whole time the the sequencing and the mixer yeah you know uh same thing with my my setup i, I think i'm pretty much where i want to be the only thing that i that i've been thinking about uh maybe like sometime towards the end of the year or something like that i, I do want to get like maybe like a nice microphone uh, I have this one right here. It's a sub. I mean, it's a sub. It's a <laughs> a Shure SM57. It, it works really good, but it'd be kind of nice to have something like uh, maybe like an SM7B or something like that. Because uh, I've been doing like these podcasts lately. In fact, the first time we talked, I remember, uh, it was like towards the beginning of the year. Uh, that was like the first time I really did any, you know, talking and stuff. So I, you, you actually inspired me to do like this podcast. So I started doing this podcast and I'm starting to kind of work on my vocals and start to talk and, and, you know, trying to form like, you know, actual ideas and stuff into like something interesting. <laughs> so it, it'd be kind of cool to get a new, new microphone or something. I think you sound great on them. I've, I've watched a few, or I mean, listen to, I keep on saying watched. I listened <laughs> to a few. I always say that about stuff that when I listen to things, you know, at work or whatever, and it's like I watched, uh, watch without watching. I have a, I have a vision of you in my head while I'm listening. Okay. Yeah, I do the same thing too. Yeah, like if I'm listening to something, I'll be like, oh yeah, I watched that. No way, I listened to it. <laughs> yeah. So your I, life. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your life in space podcasts. Um, I will link the description uh, after we're done here to to everything. I don't have anything in the in the description that's info yet, but I will uh, uh, just after we're done. Sure, um, sure. But yeah, and I I especially I liked the last one um, that you that you did. I liked hearing uh, about hearing the the old stuff that you came up with and recorded and see, that's what oh, I never yeah. did in the past is record anything, you know? Uh, and so to see, uh, kind of like the progress of what you liked before as to what you like now is kind of cool. 
Yeah, that that one was actually one of my favorite ones I did because I went uh, I went back and looked at uh, all these old songs I did, and uh, it it actually was funny to play them and uh, hear what I used to do, and uh, it was in no way probably anything anybody would want to listen to for more than maybe a minute or two because <laughs> some of them were went on for like ten minutes and it was just the same thing over and over again. But it's funny because you you kind of hear like what it was when you first start, and then when you finally get a little bit better at it, you can you can see a, a big progression on it and uh it's it's really interesting to go back and check them out yeah well i think i think people that have different sensibilities at different times and people did had different sensibilities in general in like the 90s say and like i don't know and then there's things like there's there's minimal techno you know and you were like maybe getting into minimal techno you know <laughs> at, but, at some point maybe harder than you are now or something like that i don't know and maybe friends friends influence us too it, it definitely influenced me to go different ways i went musically because you know being in that noise band has just really influenced my philosophies about wanting to stay generative and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's actually a good way to put it what, what do you call minimal techno or uh yeah minimal like, techno. just techno. Yeah, that- I mean, techno in general is minim- minimal, but yeah, min- people say minimal techno when they make it even more minimal, you know? <laughs> that's a good way to explain it, yeah, yeah, because a lot of the stuff, I would see it, that's, I, I didn't know anything about melody or how to create melody, so it was basically a lot of drums and stuff, so yeah, it was very basic and very, very minimal and stuff like that, and uh, in fact, I don't think I even had a hardware, any hardware, no, it was just, it was all computer stuff, so I was working with really, uh, really basic stuff. In fact, I think uh, a lot of those programs, FL Studios, it was the one I was using. It was like version four, and they're on number twenty. But I think they skipped from twelve to twenty. But, but yeah, it, that that was one of the first versions of it. So a lot of the sounds were very, uh, very, very dry sounding. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really interesting though to see the the to listen and uh, to see how it uh, definitely progressed, especially a lot of the technology and stuff too. So uh, something as simple as like you know uh, this machine or like uh, you know the circuit or something like that. That thing sounds really cool, you know, just for what it is. It's 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 got a whole studio practically in that little thing. So it, it is interesting to hear like some older things or even older samples from those programs and compare them to today. Uh huh. Yeah. I have a really hard time focusing um, because I like everything. I mean, yeah. I literally like something about every supposed genre of music. And like, so what do I do? You know, like, like, what do I, if I, am I okay just sticking myself to one or two things? Or if I don't, am I just plain lost and wandering, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing, because I, I love to do house, but then I love, you know, more ambient, like long, you're, this is just atmosphere, this is atmosphere, not music sort of stuff, you know, too, you know, and so it's like, you know, I have to kind of split up my time, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's, it, it is kind of hard just to pick one thing. Uh, to be honest, like, uh, sometimes even just the atmospheric stuff, it's, it's just really fun to just do that. And, uh, I do notice even if I like, um, if I try to do something that's more slow or a track that's kind of just more relaxing and stuff, uh, those are actually a little bit more harder to craft sometimes. You know, it's it's like saying if you just throw some stuff together and it kind of, it's like, you know, 
faster paced kind of song to slow it down though it has a totally different uh sound actually so if you take something that's 120 bpm crank it down to 80 sometimes i do some of my songs in 80 and they sound actually better to be honest sometimes <laughs> I, you can hear them and it sounds like you can hear each thing a little bit differently so it, it's kind of nice to make like those ambient kind of soundscape type things I, I do enjoy those a lot uh-huh definitely i the circuit kind of made me do that uh take things down just to just to see every time it's just like when i make something you know take it down to 80 or 60 or down to 45 and see what happens and it that'll just, be interesting it's yeah, always good isn't it you know <laughs> in some way it, you know it could be usable for something uh in, in, in whatever way and it's just cool how much it changes things you know yeah it's amazing just the tempo of something it, it completely makes it a whole different thing and that's what's amazing about it you know just being able to take something it sounds like you know like you know just an average song at a certain speed and then take it down and it's a whole different thing i guess i'm repeating myself but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is cool i guess that's what i'm saying it's, it's really cool Inverted Pope says, I generally play at 20 BPM. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Mike Hydro Pneumatic. Hydro. I, I said it right. Um, <laughs> nice to see you here. Uh, yeah. So um, is there a magical BPM? I don't know. I don't know. To be honest. Uh, well, a lot of programs uh, recommend like 120 or 130, but then i don't know i think you're just kind of using more like let's say you want to slow down the drums a little bit you got to use more of the pattern you got to kind of space it out more so i don't really see the point of that i i <laughs> i, I, I kind of like going under 100 if i can are we all comfortable with 120 don't get outside of that folks come on <laughs> yeah yeah stay on 120 with us yeah no <laughs> <laughs> um that's i it, I don't know, it's, but it started out with laziness. So you can always, you always think about that. I always think about that. So I can't get around that thinking that, oh, I shouldn't make it 120. <laughs> yeah. <But> anyway, <laughs> other people don't have a problem with it. They're like, whatever, you guys, it's 120. All my songs yeah. are 120. <laughs> I guess if you don't think about it, you just kind of go with the flow. I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, did you have a, did you have a quote that you wanted to, to read at that? I don't know. You know, I just, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. I started writing uh, stuff in a book. Uh, this is my book of great ideas. <laughs> and uh, I do like drawings and I write down my thoughts and stuff. I just try to organize what I'm thinking yeah, about at the moment. That's what I, I got on here too. You do? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've, but see, I've always done graph, graph paper. Uh -huh. Graph paper it has to be, this is for a song. It's like uh, for the circuit. It's like all these squares are the different pages of the circuit and what i would do in all the different parts that's and cool yeah yeah i didn't actually think of doing that that's a good idea and always pictures of my studio and i'm always rearranging it that's why i have everything unhooked right now and there's not going to be any music from me <laughs> yeah that's that's neat it's it's good to keep your ideas in a book because uh, sometimes i'll just be thinking of something and then i'll forget and then it's like man i had a good idea you know or like i wanted to do something different on my mixer and i i completely forgot because i didn't write it down and well, uh this I had an epiphany this last week about mixing and just like signal flow and stuff yeah so that's good yep. stuff yeah yeah it's cool and uh I, I started coming up with uh you know like uh thoughts and stuff and then like maybe i'll do a podcast on this or a podcast on that and then uh yeah it's cool man so I, i've been doing that this year i guess that's one of the things i guess i've been trying to work on uh so i can uh 
work on my speech and uh, work on like my writing and everything. So that's it's been helping actually quite a bit. I've been thinking more and uh, doing more with my thoughts and stuff. So it, it makes more sense <laughs> now that I start yeah. doing this. Honestly, and, uh, it's it's no secret. It's what I learned in college from all the creative courses that I took is that do do the morning pages per se and and uh you know daily journal and it will change everything that you do your ability to be creative everything is starts with that and then you know i i just think that that is the way uh to get going and get to doing what you need to do is just write things down start writing things down it doesn't matter what and you just have to start getting yourself to put the pen on the paper exactly <laughs> I even want to get a hand recorder. Eventually I want to get like a little, uh, like a zoom H one or something. And then, uh, I can actually like, uh, just record my thoughts too. Whenever I need to, I can just, you know, have a little pocket recorder and then record on there. And then I could even use that maybe for content as well. That'd be kind of cool to do that. So that, that, that's another thing that I want to do. That'd be kind of neat to do that too. I was just this morning, I was looking at, see, I, I shouldn't have just spent time online this morning when I had an interview to do, but you know, that is, it's all good. Like just, press play it's all good <laughs> press record it's fine but um <laughs> I was looking at the zoom field recorders which are too expensive but um you know i would love a zoom f8 except for the fact that no i wouldn't because my only thing that's ever let me down is zoom uh oh, really u8 audio I'm and not... wise oh man it's my never... weakest I've never actually used any zoom products so I, i'm not really sure what the quality are like on those i know a that they talk and like them yeah yeah That's the cool. h1s and h2s and h4s and h6s i guess they're trusty you know uh, as far as yeah. i know yeah, I think it's isn't it the H6? That's that's the more expensive one, right? Uh, it's it's got like a six channel thing going on there, right? And then you can that thing kind of seems like a little overkill, though. I don't think I would use that too often because well, it's a popular one because people who decide, well, I don't want a mixing desk, and you know, I have this many channels, and so it's perfect for some people. Yeah, I could see that working out. Yeah, if you just want to kind of like go simple, like just with a small little recording device and then you can just mix in everything through that which is amazing i can't believe that you know it just runs off a couple of uh batteries right and then you have a whole studio right in there. it's tiny yeah. and it works but and you're not talk uh, talking about playing music out in the out in the field you just want to get sounds from out there yeah yeah or like just or ideas yeah yeah like ideas i think the h1 might be a little bit better for me but uh yeah that it's amazing though i mean the h6 how you can i mean the the, the quality is amazing too you can switch the mics and everything out uh, i'd say it's really professional if, especially if you got like a like a camcorder or something like that you wanted some good professional sound that thing would probably be a really good option because they got, have yeah does it have time can, no, yeah i, I think it, I, I think yeah. it does yeah um, but also the thing is what brought me to that this morning was looking at the mix pre um, sound devices, mix pre series. And those are the expensive ones. Like, Oh, okay. oh my goodness, because they're pro pro and okay. you can hook up your launch control XL to them and perfectly. And it pairs already and you don't even have to program it to the all eight tracks and uh and, it, and you have your onboard effects that you can have on it for for us musician people and uh, even though it's a field recorder <laughs> i mean it's just ugh. but you know that's the thing about it it's like things like this Tascam uh model series this is prosumer gear you know mm -hmm. this is stuff that we 
can aspire to regular people can aspire to saving up for and stuff like that. Um, but then there's another tier that you've been able to record off of mixing desks already, but you had to have something that was like over a thousand dollars, uh, over $2,000, you know, around $2,000 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those, uh, mixers, there's like a person, presonus, I think that's the company. I don't know. They make a really nice one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that thing's that thing's nice, but expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I, I love Presonus um, because I use Studio One. That's my DAW that I use when I use a DAW at the moment. Um, and yeah, it's nice. I've heard of Studio One. Uh, is okay, Studio One. I, I've heard of it before. I've never used it before though. It's it's pretty nice. It's pretty basic. Um, yeah, it's it's got a nice stock sampler on there that has all the cool instruments. That you can have like a a, a super poly Moog if you want. Uh, oh, because, really? That's cool. You know, because they they just make it poly because it's a sampler. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> and uh, and OB six and you know your profit and your all that stuff and uh, well and and human voices and all your acoustic instruments and stuff and it's pretty. I like all the sounds. They're you know I think everything's decent nowadays from most people, right? Uh, to me that way from my ear and i guess if i don't have a more refined ear for it than someone else at this point then i don't care beyond what i actually hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no that's cool yeah um uh i was gonna say uh you said you were uh releasing some music uh, you were uh, well yeah from here on out i i i became a um made sure i i became a a youtube official artist on my on my youtube to get an, a, an official artist channel and that was mainly to save myself from any possible copyright infringements uh happening against me of like big companies stealing whatever some jam i did on here because that's what happens to musicians a lot here on youtube is that they get their stuff stolen by youtube robots who don't care about anything and there's no humans involved and then it's uh you know the the rhetoric is that it's the it's the big companies that the, the big uh, big labels that th this, these robots are claiming that they're <laughs> the algorithms are claiming that it's their songs when it's slightly similar in a spot or something like that and then mm -hmm. and then you'll get copyright infringed on YouTube for no reason because it's it's your song you played it live right there to to show somebody but nobody's actually watching to 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 protect you so yeah unless you register your music you're out on the fringe in in this day and age and you get to just get your music stolen by the companies and what do they what do they do with it i mean do they use it for like advertising or something or um no they just make sure that you don't make any money off of it if you're monetizing oh. your channel then they get all the revenue off of it automatically they get all the revenue that you already got or would have gotten goes to them instead that's sneaky. Yeah, I've and heard of a lot of your channel taken down. Really? That's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard of scams have, like that. They have less manpower now because of all this stuff too, so than than they did before. So, you know, it, it, no, that's cool. I like YouTube and then I don't like them. I expect what I expect out of them, which is not much nowadays. Um so I'm over on Twitch now too, and other places, and I have my own website now, modulatorbay.com. That's right. Yeah, I saw your website, man. That that's actually really nice. It's very professional. Yeah. 
So I'm sorry, everybody, um, that I've been so busy and haven't even made that much music because I've been stepping up in the world and doing other weird things and <laughs> and family and stuff. But but I've actually been trying to organize myself in a way that I never had before. No, that's nice, man. That's cool. Uh, you can uh, have a web page now and all that cool stuff. It's really neat. And you got uh, your podcast going, yeah. and you got all these episodes I haven't seen yet, and I was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I I think I have like 10 of them now and I can't believe that I've done that many already. But uh that's like I think like 10 hours of stuff. So I I can't imagine everybody listening to all of it, but <laughs> it is kind of cool though. I I, I really dig it. Huh? That's gold, especially right now. You know, people are like yeah. what do I do? Oh my god. You know, I do we want to hear more stuff about music production and stuff and people's actual experiences mm-hmm. and all that. And their experiences with what's whatever you're feeling about what's going on right now, that'll be that'll be in there too, you know. And that's mm-hmm, yeah. right now. And so I think more of us should be uh, streaming and stuff like that. And I'm gonna get better at it too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I uh, to be honest with you, to, to be able to talk and to uh, even just have your thoughts or ideas and stuff and record them and then you can post them. It, it just uh, it feels good to just know that you know you have something to say or uh, you know some of your information maybe will help somebody uh somebody kind of like uh, learn something or um you know maybe inspire them to do something as well so it's kind of cool you get a a good feeling when you uh make something that's a good quality something a product or something like that and i i try my best to make that sound interesting uh sometimes i'll throw some like you know reverb on there or something like that so i i kind of you know uh, experiment with it and see what i can do maybe do something more creative next time or something like that so it, it's it's fun to work on it's it's really cool uh-huh cool is there lightning is there thunder and lightning going on right now at your at your house no you know it might be the it might be my webcam <laughs> I, I just, is, it, is it is it flickering I'm like whoa what's that <laughs> It might be flickering, maybe because of the. Uh, I do have a fan on above me. Maybe that's what it is. Oh yeah. Or, okay. Cool. Because uh, the fan might. is spinning. <laughs> to the yeah. fan. Oh, cool. Oh, there it goes again. Yeah, it kind of flickered. But this camera, I don't know. It, it, to be honest with you, this camera I've had for like ever. I don't. I think I bought it back in two thousand eight or something. So it might be the camera too. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I do need to work on maybe getting something that's. Uh, I do have a GoPro, but I just you know I'd have to go into post production in order to like you know manipulate with that thing. But yeah, it'd be nice to have something that streams better. I or... have the version of a GoPro, the Yi, the Yi yeah. 4K, Yi 4K Plus because it's got a microphone jack in, which is USB C, so you have to have an adapter and stuff like that. But yeah, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> um, never got a microphone to work on it yet, but I just gave up on that because I didn't need to. Anyway, I never wanted it's, to edit, but now I'm maybe thinking I have to. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's nice to have them uh, just to maybe record some stuff, make like a music video or something like that. I used to do like these little videos where I would just record random lights and things like that. And then I would like throw in a bunch of layers of like uh, compression or maybe like distortion on the on the video. And then I just come up with like these interesting like scenes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but my action cam is actually the best camera I have. It's even better than this. But this is pretty good, too. But my phone is not. <laughs> and nothing else that I have is. The Q8, the Zoom Q8 is not good at all. Low, low, you need high light for it to be okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Like sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be outside, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Some of these webcams, they need a lot of light, yeah. 
Yeah. But I want, see, what I want is like an M50 mirrorless uh, DSLR type of uh, situation. Yeah. Um, Canon M50. Yeah, those DSLR cameras are great. Those those work really good. But I and also then, want a switcher for different yeah. cameras and stuff. Uh, but that you, can't get one, you can't get those Atem minis. They're all out of stock, and who knows when they're going to get back in stock. Does anyone, anyone comment on that, please? <laughs> yeah, switchers. I, I noticed everybody's going to those. The, you can just switch from camera to camera, and it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, but I can't get, like, one of the rolling ones. They're too expensive, and they're... Other Atem ones are too expensive, but those Atem Mini ones would be perfect for me. And I, they seem so simple to use, but they're all out of stock, and they're just gonna keep on going out of stock probably if they keep on putting them out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sometimes it's hard to get that those kind of things at a good at a good price. I mean, they can get really pricey, especially a good a good switcher. <laughs> yeah, but see, I don't just need it for like wanting to do separate cameras. I need it because I can't play. Um, music software and OBS at the same time and record at the yeah. same time. So especially my VCV module, VCV Rack modular software program, mm -hmm. I can't do anything with it anymore, uh, record it except for recording it outside the computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not even OBS's fault <laughs> in that VCV is worse. And the see, OBS is bad. Yeah. That's that's the nice thing about having those things because you're taking the outside, you know, what you're doing with the cameras and everything outside the computer territory because yeah, if you were to render all that and do all that through like, you know, your computer, oh man. Yeah, it, yeah it's so hard to work together. With computers. You have a computer for every instrument that you have, for every uh -huh. for every contact instrument, you have a, a new a new computer. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not too expensive, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that that'll be even more expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about now. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fun though. All these things, it's a great hobby to get into and and mess around with all this stuff. It 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 takes a lot of like exploring and figuring out how how it all kind of works together. But you know, once once you kind of do it long enough, you kind of get more comfortable with it. And that's that's kind of like how I you know experience a lot of this stuff that I'm that I'm working with. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm getting comfortable with it, and it's been like I don't know a long time since I've you know been doing a lot of like sound stuff. So it's it's something that's you put your time into it and it grows. So it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. No, that's cool that you say that I inspired you to live stream. There's always just people that just plain got on and live stream that inspired me to do that, and that's cool. But I but you but in turn. I was, <laughs> you've inspired me, um, to get on and like get my music somewhere, get music oh, really? yeah. without yeah. music, get it somewhere because I've always been like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. And <laughs> dumb, uh, when, you know, I'm always just coming up with stuff, then, you know, put it out there in a way that people can, at least that can download it differently. And I've got, so I've just got three songs on Bandcamp now, but the thing is, yeah, you're definitely the one who really inspired me to go like, okay, um, this is what I want to like show my kid that you can do something like this and start, start getting serious about it and stuff like that. You know? Cool. Hey, thank you. Yeah, no, that that's that's cool. I'm glad that I inspired some people, and uh, that that's awesome. That's nice that I that I inspire you. Uh, yeah, these these uh, how do you say these times are great for all that stuff. I mean, as long as you can put your stuff up there and people can uh, get to it and and check it out, that's really awesome, man. So you're you're on the Bandcamp right now. 
Um, yeah, I, I've had a Bandcamp account for like over a year and never put anything on it. And so I just I, I put in a short three song album on it. That's just a ambient generative atmosphere, basically, uh, type of songs, but shorter versions of things that have just that that I've made longer YouTube videos of. Um, the two of the of the things that I recently came out with in VCV rack put out two hour YouTube videos of I just took shorter snips of that, like mm -hmm. eight, eight minutes or so, and made them a song for download in Bandcamp. And I think that's a nice thing to do, a nice little way to package things up. And I put it for free for you can pay what you want sort of thing. And I've always believed in pay what you want, like even just down to when you're really when you get really popular or something, just keep on doing pay what you, pay you, what you want. Because, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now that's cool, man. Uh, what's what's your name? Is is it just Mr. Basic? On, yeah. On Bandcamp. Yeah, and I would prefer that people just you know just take it for free, take everything for free. But I think it's cool that also that you have that little. Uh, the little tip jar sort of thing too. There, uh, that, uh, and and I think um, if I get better at streaming and my broadband service gets better, I might be able to upgrade it somehow to to get it even better, um, so that it's more consistent. Then I might uh, do more stuff on Twitch. And there's there's more opportunities on Twitch, I think, that aren't necessarily on YouTube or other platforms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When it comes to maybe like uh, you know direct support from viewers and stuff like that that's cool yeah yeah and twitch is and people like that mm -hmm. yeah no that's neat yeah yeah i'll have to check it out on uh, bandcamp i have the app so i, I I'll, I'll have to check and I'll, I'll i'll follow you on there that's really neat uh yeah bandcamp is really cool i've i've, I've uh, listened to a few things on there it's uh it's actually really nice the quality and everything is really great too and since it's on the phone you can just listen it's really awesome yeah, problem is I don't have something to convert video to wave um, that works well. I, I I had such problems for like two days, and then I was just like, no, I'll just I just ripped it from YouTube, and and then back from YouTube, and then uh, I took took a wave from it from there because. It, Are you I, talking like uh, getting the audio from a video so you can make a like an audio yeah, file for? Yeah. There's just funny things that I don't that I have the hardest time with. I was like, oh, I haven't tried to do that. These programs aren't working, you know. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's hard to find ones that are for free too, because you know a lot of these uh, companies. I know there's one that's out there. It'll do that for you, but they want like a hundred bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'd like some advice on that on that how to make a wave out of a video. Uh, well, but you know, my DAW should have been able to do it, but then it was like the wrong format. It has to be AVI for um, oh, okay. you Resolve uh, and Studio One, or was it Studio One? One or the other, and then the other one just didn't work either. It's just, yeah, I think let me see. I think I used to use Vegas Pro, but I I got like a like a a discounted version of it. I think it was that this humble bundle had a thing where you could buy like Vegas pro with like some other video editing programs. And I think you can do it in there. You just delete the video and render it like as a, uh, like a wave file or something like that. And I think you can uh, try a video editing program. You might be able to do it that you might be surprised. Even something as simple as like windows media, like, uh, or what do you call windows movie maker or something like that. You might be able to do it in there. And then uh -huh. you just separate the audio, and then you can just render the audio. 
I think yeah. I've done that a couple times. Yeah, I, and I'm not really trying to get like a following as an artist or anything so much right now. I know that sounds uh, like false modesty or stupid, but <laughs> what I mean is that is that uh, I just um, I want to have things in that format, um, just to have things in that format mostly, and to have it available as like audio only. And it's like that's eh, like that shouldn't be complicated, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, what I mainly is is my. Uh, um, greater mission is is sound therapy it has nothing to do with music if i do music it's just mm -hmm. gonna be a hobby and um so even if i like uh, find something that's you know i might do like house albums and stuff like that and that would be cool too but they're always it's always going to be on the back burner or on the side to like atmospheric because i really and i and i think i want to go to twitch to kind of um, just practice more and more of that and get better myself at that. Like learn on camera over there mostly and maybe here too. And maybe just kind of put, put better snips on YouTube. When I say here, I mean YouTube, better snips on YouTube. I'm actually supposed to be streaming to both Twitch and YouTube right now, but I don't know. I'm not monitoring either one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually looking on here. Uh, I do see us on YouTube, so you're good on there right now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Twitch. Twitch is interesting. I I checked a few of your videos out on there. Uh, it, it does save like I think a few of them. Uh, but they do delete them afterwards, right? Um, it, it kind of it gets rid of the old yeah, ones. Yeah, after like a week or something okay. or two weeks or something. Okay. Yeah, so I have to like keep keep it up. At least have one one a week on there to have have a video on there, <laughs> which I have been doing. I've been doing the just uh, filtered noise from the plats. The Platts modules have a filtered noise mo mode where it's just really nice. You can have like lower noise and you can just really, really shape it to your liking as, as you go. And oh man, it's just so nice to have a Platts. Um, I love mutable instruments. Um, that's what I'm all about, mostly. No, that's cool, man. I, yeah, that Platts is really cool. I like how it's uh, it's very calm. That's a cool sound, man. I like it. Yeah, it goes very ASMR, and so I've been I've been posting actually on Twitch as ASMR. I don't know what else to do because it's not ASMR, and I wish we would stop just like <laughs> categorizing all of our sound therapy stuff as that. But it's all sound therapy, and I wish we would. I don't know. That's another. That's another. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, and because that does this particle noise mode, and that's my favorite. And it goes click 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 click. It does it in both. You know, it's just awesome. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool, man. I, I like all these noise-making things. They're really cool. Yeah. You can make all those cool sounds and stuff. It's it's awesome. Water sounds. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it sounds actually pretty realistic too. Like, I mean, I mean, it's you know, how do you say uh, recreated? But it, it sounds really cool. Yeah. So always for me, a couple of these voices that I ha I have five voices in my rack, besides the D fam and the subharmonicon, um, and the, the Platzes. Like at least two of them at any point in time are just going to be texture and don't need to be sequenced by anything, by a sequencer mm -hmm. thing really, yeah. right? Because they're so good at that. Like, why would you use them as just a kick or a snare or hi hat? You know, when you could do that with something else, like a circuit. Sure. And I, I like your uh, new setup uh, with all the plants and everything and uh, the wood. Uh, like everything looks really nice. <laughs> Thank you. I got even more plants. I got three more plants. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's nice. I, I like it. It's really cool. It's calm, you know. And then you got the subharmonicon and the the Moog stuff in the middle right there. And then, uh, yeah, it's awesome, man. I like it a lot. Yeah. See, here's the deal. Is uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've seen, seen this before. This is uh, this is my circuit. Yeah, the circuit. Yeah. That's not what a circuit's supposed to look like. Yeah, you put the okay new knobs. Yeah, that's cool. I put all big silver knobs on it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Silver knobs. I I just want everything to have silver knobs. So, so over here, my system. Take a look at my system one. I'll just do this real quick. This is my system one. Oh man, can hardly see it, but I put silver knobs on all on on that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I see. Had, it yeah, has black cool. knobs on it, and I put all these silver knobs on it. It's not enough light, but yeah. Uh -huh. So yeah. Um, cool. I'm going to silver knob everything. I can't get them off of my Novation Launch Control XL, though, because they just it's like they glued them on. And <laughs> those companies don't usually do that, but they did it with that. And Really? Even though they were easy to get off the circuit. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to re-knob everything. Everything. I'm going to go out of people's houses, break into their houses, and re-knob their fence. Uh, where do you where do you buy those? That's kind of neat. <laughs> um, well, these ones I've gotten uh, the small ones and the big ones were from Modular Addict. They're the M M O F S uh, M O T M slash uh, Boss style um, ones. They have the they have the little bit of a skirt on the bottom. Oh, okay, yeah. Actually, I have a pedal here. There's a, I have a Boss pedal. It's a distortion pedal. Uh -huh. It's kind of like it's like those, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. That's cool. And they should just be able to pop right off and you just pop them, pop them right yeah. on. Huh? And the ones I have, I made sure that they were good ones. Like they have the brass uh, screw that goes in, the brass insert and the screw. You screw them in. You screw oh, them okay. in so that they're tight. Um, yeah. Uh, but That's I want cool. taller ones. So putting the putting the the word out there, I I see these are short. Which are fine for this, but you see all these Eurorack things, they're the 19 uh, millimeter or 19.5 millimeter knobs, all these, all this stuff, but they're taller. They're this tall, they're like tall, not short like these ones I got. And I can only find these shorter ones from a, from a general place that gets whatever. Um, other, Anyway, so if anyone has an idea, how do I get the taller ones? Let me know of the of the regular size euro knobs. And but also, I'm I'm wait. Uh, next Wednesday, I'll get the DFAM knob kit in. Ooh. They already shipped, and it was in Kentucky or somewhere. I've been tracking it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'll have silver knobs on everything. That's cool. Yeah, I noticed the DFAM, they have those little, just like a black knob on there. And then, so with those, those look really cool with the knobs, and, silver knobs on there. But, the yeah, they'll look cool. But the point, the bigger point being is that they're really hard. When it's just this little black knob, it's really hard to dial in a pitch. And the larger the knob, the easier to dial in a shorter thing, right? Mm -hmm. So just putting those on there and i've tried with these ones and they work great i've just taken them back off again but um because i'm gonna because i got the kit but yeah it makes a huge difference so now that i've got a quantizer uh i got a quad quantizer here from tenderfoot okay. mm -hmm. um, or the dfam which everyone 
that's the be best pairing for a DFAM because you can make it melodic that way with notes and scales uh, with the eight notes instead of it just being <laughs> yeah. and and so now that I've done that uh, I want the big silver knobs because it's so hard to dial in a pitch still even with the quantizer it's like but I want to do that now but I, it's so fiddly it's so fiddly yeah the bigger the knob the more you'll have it, it kind of fine tunes it mm -hmm. so that'll be great yeah yeah I never really uh, messed around with I mean, I don't have any equipment that has those, but I could imagine it could be kind of tough to to work with that. But uh, yeah, definitely, that's cool. Yeah, just be gentle, like in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, like Hydra Pneumatic says. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. I'm gonna read. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Um, an inverted Pope says the DFAM uh, knob kit makes it a lot easier. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. I got them from Thonk. They're in uh, London, I think, the UK. Um, so it was overseas, and that's why it took a long time. Oh, okay. But that's they're, they're the ones who have the, we have a DFAM knob kit, but really they just give you all the correct knobs in a, a you know. That's pretty much what they do. They put them together for you and say, hey, these are the ones the DFAM would need when you could get them yourself, just knob knob by knob, of course. Sure, sure. I like that they figured it out already and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, sometimes uh, you get certain things that don't fit right and then it's just kind of frustrating to, to, to work with that. Then you get kind of, how do you say, it just kind of makes it a pain. <laughs> so it's yeah. nice they already assemble it. Yeah, I'm kind of a nerd, but I, I, at this point in my life, I, there's a lot of things I just don't want to do anymore. Like I don't yeah. want to program, I don't want to do a lot of things. So I want a lot of things to be easy. <laughs> I totally get that. I, honestly, I, there's a lot of things. Same here. If there's a project I'm doing and I don't have the right part for it, to have to improvise, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to improvise sometimes. Yeah. So, okay, so Sequencer Wars is still going on for me. I've been talking about, I, 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 I nailed it down to the BeatStep Pro. Going to get a BeatStep Pro, but I didn't get it yet, So, which is great because I changed my mind again, and again, and again, and again. Um, so the Make Noise has this new uh, sequencer called the O-Control. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pairs with the O coast, right? You know, have you see, have you seen that? Yeah, actually, I saw that. Uh, uh, they have uh, some sort of thing on Instagram or something like that. They have a channel there, and I I, I seen them show, showcasing that a lot. It's just like it's like a sequencer, and you can it's almost like a keyboard. You can play it like a keyboard too. It's uh, I guess they pair it up with the O coast, right? Yeah, that's what they're kind of selling it for. Yeah, and it's just like classic sequencing, like the BeatStep Pro, where you, you can turn the knob for the different pitches, and then when you touch it, it'll be that note. So you can put whichever notes you want for all those notes and just have those to play and then play them. That's cool. And it's it's the same pitches. It's all CV, so you can, you know, you can use it with everything too, right? Yeah. So it's a certain kind of workflow if if you wanna if you're not a piano player and you wanna put in notes, that's a good that's a cool way to go. Yeah, I totally agree. That's awesome. It's neat that they have a lot of those things because, see, like, you know, I'm not a traditional keyboard player or anything like that. You know, sometimes I like to use, like, uh, 
like the machine or something like that or something similar to it it's kind of fun just to kind of mess around with that but uh playing keyboard uh, i i like it don't get me wrong it's it's really cool to mess around with the keyboard but i don't really know it classically or anything like that so it, it's kind of cool just to sequence things you know on certain machines or whatever so i, I totally get that that's awesome yeah and then so i went back to the beat step pro because mm -hmm. uh, in the end even though i like the o control better it's mm -hmm. a little expensive it does like one and i'd want two of them too so that'd be really expensive and um no presets it's not gonna save your presets which oh, is cool. yeah. i like that sort of thing but oh man i've been following the beat step pro for like four, three four years now and not getting one and being all like eh, glenn darcy i love you and all that stuff but um watching his videos a hundred times on the beat step pro uh, all over the years but um but now I'm I'm going thinking bigger actually thinking the SL Mark III again because I I was sure about that at one point months ago too. Or yeah. and uh, the Keystep Pro too. Have you saw that? Uh, that that's kind of cool too. That, that's uh, what led me back to the Beatstep Pro because I realized yeah. between the two of them I'd want a Beatstep. Yeah. But but then between the the Keystep Pro or the Beatstep and the sl mark three i i considered it again because they just did an update and so it came up on my youtube because they did an update for it to make you have not just one arpeggiator but you can have all the arpeggiators right yeah i think you can oh, wait, well, that you, was step pro that did that was it you can have Novation? i think it hmm, keys it might have been the key step but yeah novation did just do an update on mm -hmm something about their sl mark three series and um it got me to look at it again and so that's what i'm gonna do um and i'm gonna do that first before i get my model 12 mixer which <laughs> i've been set on uh for a while now and yeah i, I mean to, to be honest uh mix that's what i held off on the most to be honest with you mm -hmm. uh i waited until i got a big you know what do you call it? like uh, something more professional and all that so like I, I i wanted to get all my gear first and everything and test that out and everything like that so yeah it's it's good to, to, to wait on that uh get all your stuff the way you like it first and then you'll be more happy with that and then you know when you get a chance a mixer is always great but do you feel like it, it's like what kind of what makes the magic happen what makes you sit down and go okay i'm gonna record because i just have something to record onto you know um, you could i mean you can argue that case yeah that's true too um it all depends i mean i feel like to, I'm be doing it backwards. to be honest when when it comes to convenience that's very nice you know but i mean i worked on this Alasis for a long time i guess i mean a lot of the stuff i did on this was still really great um it just didn't have the capability i mean i guess i was frustrated with it for a while <laughs> because yeah. it didn't do what i wanted to do I mean, you could be right about that as well. Um, yeah, my Elisis um, here. Wh what are you most comfortable with doing? Like, uh, uh, for instance, are you more? Uh, do you do you do do things more in a live environment where you like to actually like play a keyboard, or you want to have everything sequenced? Or um, that's the thing is, I do want to play a keyboard, but not a but not a piano keyboard where keys go down because I'm a mallet percussionist and. Okay. Honestly, I do have an instrument that I learned music on, my own brand of music theory maybe, but um, and my, my instrument is really um, marimba and melodic uh, mallet percussion instruments. So 
um, pads are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, I really do have always wanted to get better at piano, and I have to for my daughter because I have to teach her piano because um, my uh, partner agrees <laughs> that, you know, her mother agrees that we should uh, that we should teach her piano. And so I have to really get to knowing the ten fingers to myself and so that's okay. how mark three does those lighted keys right oh yeah that's what's really well i was going to mention this uh yeah the uh complete control mark three i have I, I that's what i have i have, I have the uh, 61 key version of it i mean I, I i like it a lot it's really great um nothing bad to say about it but uh it depends if you want something tethered to your computer or if you want something that's more how do you say you could just hop on anytime you want um yeah. It, it it requires you to have something connected to it. So it that's kind of the downside. Uh for me, I, I don't see it as a problem for my end. because uh, I use most I'm mostly using my computer. So uh I usually tend to use it in my DAW or uh you can use the software. There's a software that comes with it, but uh, I tend to use it mostly in the DAW, in, in the DAW environment or with the the machine or something like that. Um so yeah, I don't know. Honestly, um, my end game is a, a Pearl Mallet station, which is a cool controller. Yeah, you you know about that. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone play something similar to that. I don't know if it's the exact same one, but they had a mallet and it was just it was a MIDI controller. It was really neat. Mm-hmm. It'll only do one voice at a time, of course, but you know unless you or or two the same note. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, that would be the 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 essential uh, way to. To like, you know, play in per, as I perform, you know. Yeah, that that that, that that's kind of cool too. That that'd be neat to try something like that out. I never I never played a mallet or anything, but that sounds like a lot of fun. I've seen people do it, and it looks really cool. But when it comes to coming up with music, I think something like the SL Mark III will be perfect for me. Uh, like you said, um, with the other one, you got to have it hooked up to the computer or whatever. But like the SL Mark III is kind of excels at either not having the computer or having the computer or both and it has no issues seems like either way kind of like the task cam that's what's cool about it like your uh what was the other thing the the key step uh that that one's yeah. kind of cool too just to be able to create like a midi sequence and then you know you have multiple tracks or you can save those uh you know what, what do you call sequences and everything and again like you said without having a computer it's kind of cool just to be able to just tap right into something and then just pull it off you know so that is that's a nice feature to have as well yeah uh, it's that's that's just to have the revolutionary thing it's just like yes you keep the big midi ports there yeah uh, and you and you have the usb uh, that powers it and you are doing your computer and your gear at the same time and they don't uh-huh. Your computer doesn't care what your gear's doing. Your gear doesn't care what your computer's doing, and they they don't True. conflict. It's great. Mm-hmm. Can clock you, and you clock everything from it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool too. But uh, as for like a sequencer, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't really have a hardware sequencer. It would be kind of cool to have one. Um, I mean, the Moogs already have a sequencer on it, so I don't know if I really need anything like that. Right. Uh, yeah, the uh, what do you call Mother Thirty Two? Yeah, I just said that. 
<laughs> yeah, they, cool they already have a. I'm sorry. That's cool about them that I don't have to worry about like, oh, I need more sequencing. You know, Sonicon. Yeah. No, you don't like play different notes. If you do that, you're transposing the whole thing you're doing. Yeah, I guess that defeats a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Unless that's all you're gonna do is just play it as a synth, which is cool too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice sounding. I, I have noticed that uh, Mother 32s, I've been doing that a lot. I really haven't learned too much about the actual sequencer. I do know how to operate and everything, but uh, I've been using them mostly as just like a synth, I guess. That's cool. I've never <laughs> done that with the DFAM bef before. I've just never tried. Yeah. yeah it, and again, they sound great, you know, so to just do that is also really cool because they have, I mean, the Mother 32 has a direct MIDI in, but the the dfam and the subharmonicon they have it as well it's just like a cv adapter i believe right you just get a like an adapter and it'll just do the same thing yeah uh yeah i just i just have always done it over cv uh i don't have a mother um i decided against the mother i'm i'm doing the subharmonicon and a dfam and not another dfam <laughs> yeah it's cool if I need more like my DFAM is adding what it's adding to my percussion or being what it is. I don't need it to be my entire percussion by getting more of them. Because uh, I like others, other sounds too. Or, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But yeah, definitely the percussion is definitely uh, you need that in there. It's, it's always nice to have something. That's what I was always looking for when I was looking for some sort of drum machine or something like that. And I noticed uh, some of them are really pricey. <laughs> like a max brood or something like that is a really, it's pretty expensive that's why i went with something similar to like you know the machine uh you know even though that the software you have to have the software tethered to it but it's it's still kind of nice you know just something simple i guess <laughs> i don't have a mother <laughs> or a grandmother or yeah, those, those things are pretty cool too i've been seeing people playing those the, the, what is it the grandmother and the, what, what's the other one there's another matriarch, one there. yeah yeah matriarch yeah, those are cool. <laughs> they are, except for the colors. I'd paint them. Yeah, but, I kind of that 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 kind of threw me a little bit when I saw that. Oh. I was wondering, it's it kind of looks like a like an art project or something. It's kind of throwing <laughs> all these things together. Yeah, no, I don't want them. You know what I really want? I want uh, well, I've always wanted a Minotaur, like for real. Is like that's what should should uh, be with my system one too. Um, but anyway, because I won't need it, I won't need a compressor or this mixer here um, when I have a, a mixer, you know, deck, mixing desk. So there's this 3U, and then I can finally get my Minotaur, right? You know, but but actually, what I want more than that is the sub 25. Yeah, I was gonna mention that they uh, they have a sub 25 now. That's pretty oh, cool. I love it. <laughs> like i would not i would sleep with it <laughs> I, and i'm just i am always that way and i don't know i i'll say something different tomorrow but yeah okay. yeah sometimes uh, you, you there's something you want and then you forget like uh you know oh there's something different that i want or this one or something like that every change your mind every you know i want everything but not really yeah, yeah i gotta i gotta keep an eye on that <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think right now, like, I'm pretty good. I, I think uh, everything I have right now is it suits my, how do you say, liking and everything. So I think I'm mm -hmm. I think I'm good That's on gear cool. right I, now. I am all for, you know, before you even get into this, have a plan, long-term plan. doesn't matter whether you end up sticking to it, but mm -hmm. you don't want to just go in, should I get this sense? Should I get that? <laughs> it's like, 
know, you got to really think about this stuff. Don't just like have a bunch of regrets. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but it's cool. It's cool to, to see an end to what you want before you ever, you know, do like a recording studio. Like what is a recording studio? Well, it's what you want out of it. And that's a hard thing to think about five years ahead or 10 years ahead. Cause you want things to last, right? You want to keep doing this, right? Yep. Yep. You know, um, that's true. Uh, what kind of got me into, uh, you know, following, uh, any synth YouTuber was the first was, was Bo beats, um, doing his gas talks, mm -hmm. uh, years ago. And, uh, that kind of enamored me to him in the first place before, uh, he did, before I got into his, all of his circuit videos that he's done and I got into be, being a circuit person. But, um, but yeah, you know, this just, everybody sitting here and talking about gear, gear us sitting here and talking about gear and, and, uh, you know, the realities of, yeah, you might want things, but let's just, let's, let's have our real talk. And, and also, you know, I like to talk about the value of synthesizers in all sorts of philosophical ways. So it's just some of my favorite stuff, you know, it's kind of like, what's the value of a synthesizer? I think they're priceless. I think they're all priceless. And the fact that we can somehow, some people in society, you know, muster up what it takes to get one is just the most amazing thing. And a lot of people, when you're into it, you get, you get kind of get desensitized and think, well, this synth is crap or something like that. But you lose sight of what it actually is. It, a synth is a synth, and they're all amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as it makes sound, I think I guess that's pretty much the point. <laughs> I was I was also thinking like, yeah, it, you know, it doesn't really necessarily matter what brand. I guess it, it depends if you like the sound. Uh, you know, whatever sounds good to you is always going to be the best choice to go with. That's but what I, uh, I, I I totally agree, though. You know, you got to kind of know what you want. You kind of got to have a plan because it's real easy to, to go out and want to spend that kind of money and then be discouraged somehow in some way it could it could kind of ruin that experience because they are they are they are pricey <laughs> yeah and see that's part of my thing is like that of my silver knob thing like putting silver knobs on things I, i'll put silver knobs on cheaper gear and put a you know put a, a black face vinyl on here to make it look like it's black when it's actually silver um instead of just keeping myself to ha having to have a you know a, a $3000 rotary mixer or something like that you, you make one as a midi controller was my first initial idea that looks exactly like that because that's the point right it's like that's nice and if it controls it in the same way then that would be cool it's like problem solved you're not rich but you can do the same thing with good sound right yeah yeah definitely it's mm -hmm. just like make cheaper gear uh, make the make the things that you need uh i don't know if you if you want a certain aesthetic that doesn't mean you have to go expensive is what i'm saying true true because at the end of the day like i said they all just kind of make a sound so yeah uh, and they're not expensive desks are these are from from a surplus warehouse everything i get from government surplus uh sales and stuff like that it's cool nice, nice. <laughs> Yeah, dust space. Yeah. It, it, you got to have dust space. That's for sure. <laughs> but you can plamp. That's the new term. Mostly on Twitch G DJ streams. Plamping. It's a new thing. Yeah. What's that? The plant party. Um, that's that's putting plants and like lava lamps around. My lava lamp is just off camera. I'm sorry, everybody. 
but yeah, I'm not plamping enough without my, I thought I was going to put it out there. <laughs> I hope I don't have plants that's plamping uh, oh, okay doing, doing that on your stream no but I yeah. think there's like there's like these animations that they put up that put plants all around as like an overlay uh you know that and that's plamping for doing it artificially to your stream on twitch oh okay yeah <laughs> but I do it for real because I my computer can't do overlays and crap like that I it'll, it'll break anyway <laughs> looks better by the way to be honest i mean it's kind of nice to have something alive in there and it makes everything look cool that's cool thank you actually what i'm gonna do next and pretty soon is i'm gonna get backdrops i'm gonna get backdrops that are like nice foresty and since this is modulator bay my idea was always to get like a nice uh bay with like a moon uh setting in back but real backdrop not green screen because i think that's... green screen is kind of hard it's kind of a pain yeah right? yeah and then you have to like get a program that works with that i mean i think you can do an obs but yeah that's true it, a real backdrop would be nice though but i want to get serious about that and all sorts of things like that more serious i don't know if you're you're all like motion to the ocean or you're just like no i'm i'm cool i'm cool doing what i'm doing you know just like last time <laughs> yeah uh yeah i just i have some stuff on the walls i mean i have like you know some cool posters and stuff up there and lights and what yeah i really enjoy your your uh your paintings on the wall too what is that thing that has all the uh the algorithms what that thing? FM? What Algor is, is that fm algorithms on there no oh wait. you mean that yeah that poster yeah it's it's a song i guess it's like a cold play song or something like that oh weird yeah. <laughs> They written oh, it out in some yeah. sort of some See, sort got, of sequencing. Yeah, I got records I could put up on the wall too. I used to do that kind of like put my favorites up there that I would put in the record player a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's Joe cool. And Donovan and I was kind of a hippie for a while. Uh, yeah, I, I collected records. I collected records for a while too. I I got a bunch of them. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Anything to do with music uh, or sound and stuff, like, especially things that I'm into, it's it's fun to collect and, you know, kind of like put that idea out there to kind of, you know, get creativity or uh, some inspiration or whatnot. Uh -huh. I like tape. Uh, the last uh, I, I went to a concert um, at, uh, well, at a synth shop in Seattle uh, that Ann Annie was was at Anna Annie and Constant Shapes. I actually, uh, it was a while ago, it was a, year, a couple of years ago now, um, and I filmed it um, pretty badly, but <laughs> I filmed it anyway. Uh, but like I, at that concert, I, I came away with a tape. So it's like, I always like to say like, yeah, I got, uh, you know, the last album I got, uh, you know, at a concert was a tape. The last album I got was a tape, was on tape. <laughs> you know wow, so yeah. it really is kind of like back you know in yeah. some circles i guess <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love it I, see, yeah. see this has a this thing matching headphones calphone uh it's, of course of course it's mono it just has a mic in yeah yeah i was wanting to get like some sort of tape player or recorder or something like that that's actually what i originally wanted to do when i was going to think of like recording things just so, like a hand recorder i was trying to find some sort of like tape mechanism but man you go on there and they want like 300 bucks for just a tape recorder it's crazy <laughs> no see i always get there's all these dictaphones from schools and whatever industrial buildings uh, from these surplus stores that i 
get my furniture from too. There's always cool stuff like that, and I can't help myself. I yeah, I think they re reissued something like that too. I I seen something similar to the one you got. Was it was it <laughs> new? Was it have, have the speed um, dials and and like tone control and stuff, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I have the speed uh, control, which you can make some pretty <laughs> messed up stuff. <laughs> yeah i heard that uh, a lot of guys are recording on tape like i mean just like for experimental things and like uh you can buy stuff on tape now again i guess it's coming back <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i still have a player so uh, there you go you can, you can yeah. do it it's yeah. not it, you know unlike what what young, some younger people uh may assume about it 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 actually doesn't sound bad it just sounds bad when the tape is old that's true yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you forget like the quality of something, what it was like before back in the day, and you listen to it back. It's like, oh, it's not that bad, you know. <laughs> and depending on the player, too. Yeah, and the player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Okay, your your um your SoundCloud. It's a uh, your your podcast is SoundCloud, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I upload them to SoundCloud and um. Uh, I guess you get like the what, what is it, the pro membership or something like that. You can upload as much as you want, and uh, it has an RSS feed that allows you to just go directly to like uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. So you can get it on Apple, Spotify, Google. I think any any place that you can get a podcast from, you can get it from there. So it's kind of cool. They kind of you know include all that in that service, I guess. Plus, I can release music from there now too. So I, I put out a new album. Um, Jeez, was it last month or something? Uh, called Exposure, and it's it, I released it through them. So I wanted to see if it worked, and it worked. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'll I'll try to I'll put that specifically in the description too, or um, at least link to the the SoundCloud in general, and you know, not just the po podcast. Um, but but, but yeah, yeah on, I haven't SoundCloud. heard your album myself yet, but I I I uh, it's on my feelers. <laughs> yeah yeah it's cool uh, but uh the soundcloud yeah it's it's it, everything's on there so i mean it's just that's where all my stuff goes it's like all the hard copies of everything and then it just gets distributed i guess wherever it goes <laughs> yeah and so i decided to do that you know get my butt in gear on distributing to streaming platforms as well um but and doing that through distro kid <laughs> I watched a bunch of videos early this morning on controversy, people being um, mis uh, districted, misbehaving in various ways and not, not being very cool and stuff like that. But we'll, we'll see how all those things come out in various cases. It's always individual cases and there's always uh, situations involved and stuff. You never know. I don't like yeah. to get people about anything, but I'm sticking with DistroKid. But like uh, you reminded me that, oh, I should probably uh, start a Spotify page then, shouldn't I? And I knew that, but I, I still haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, it's it's kind of like a little profile thing on there. You can just go on a Spotify. It's like an artist profile thing. And then you can put a photo and all your stuff on there. But when your music gets uploaded to, to all those platforms, I think Spotify is the more customizable one. Apple, they don't really let you do too much except for like a like an icon if you upload a picture you can upload a picture or an icon that's the only thing you can do but but spotify is kind of cool yeah um i watched some you know big youtuber that he's kind of like a kind of really polished show uh damien keys i believe it is um and he uh said i think six months ago to last year or something like that 
about how uh, pretty much everything is kind of worthless in terms of getting your music out, except for streaming platforms now. Yeah, and that was his opinion, and it's kind of like a very controversial and all that because you know, of course, everybody's going to argue about that. But but yeah, it, he has a kind of a good point that it's uh, streaming is how people actually get their music mostly, and so it kind of is the the way to go. Yeah, as long as it's out there, I mean, I guess that's kind of the the point. I guess uh, making money though, yeah, I just do it for fun. <laughs> that's right. Oh, you know yeah. what? I I. I think I brought that up in the same way last time we had, we had to talk to. You. Yeah, because I'm always kind of looking that 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 way. It's kind of like you know, I'm gonna retire at some point, <laughs> and then yeah. I'm kind of trying to trying to you know teach my daughter to maybe do something creative to uh, work for herself in some way or another too. But mostly, what that means is that uh, you get online. Uh, to to do all the st different things you want to do and you maybe even do that as like different people but then you can you could have like a product you sell or something like on etsy <laughs> true yeah yeah <laughs> um well some kind of product you sell like maybe it's sample packs maybe you want to do that um yeah. you know uh or something like that and i think that's a good way to go but obviously it's not for everybody to be like making money online uh and a lot of people are really feeling the the crunch right now in this hard, really hard situation where they feel like, oh, well, I have to do something like that now. And what do I do? It's really hard for a lot of people I know. And I, I just feel, I just feel for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough right now. Yeah, especially with all the music stuff. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how how you would really get into that field and make a like a living i guess i don't know it's kind of unless you're how do you say a major musician or something like that or just getting lucky or something like that i don't know i mean if you're in production maybe maybe some sort of production or doing like tv show stuff maybe. yeah <laughs> but even the movie industry i heard is like uh, i don't know it might might be uh how do you say movie theaters in general maybe a thing that might not be around too much longer and i heard heard a lot of on-demand stuff coming so i don't know if they're really going to put so much stuff in the theater it's crazy i know the next year is going to be kind of weird so we'll see what happens <laughs> everybody's at home right more than usual right and mm -hmm. all the time and there's so much less tv being made and yeah i guess it, i guess you just can't go out and do it i don't know something like that maybe it's a good thing <laughs> yeah well yeah i guess i gotta stop watching so much tv too but <laughs> um so yeah oh that was another thing see i've gotten really into minecraft so i'm not doing oh, yeah. any stupid things with my time except for short shows and i don't like to watch too much tv but man i'm gonna get back into minecraft creative and i've already i spent like three hours last night uh <laughs> Yeah, man, Minecraft took a lot of my time. <laughs> I remember I was really, really doing a lot of Minecraft. And in fact, uh, most of the time when I'm just like not doing anything, yeah, I play games and whatnot. I've been, uh, I don't know, I've been playing that Fortnite for a while, and I, I don't know, that game's intense. <laughs> uh -huh. But uh, but Minecraft is great, man. That's a great game. Yeah, so how I see it is, see, I've always done this. I've always filled up graph paper notebooks, right? Back yeah. in the day, I was obsessed with one thing in my life 
I was all for that and nothing else. And that was Nintendo, the original Nintendo Entertainment System, mm -hmm. right? And I got these Nintendo Power magazines, and they had these like walkthroughs of all the different levels. They'd show them like that, and I would just look at stuff like that and imagine it's like the world you're looking at the whole world and like you can imagine yourself going through it even if you don't have the game <laughs> and so on graph paper i would make these games these are my like these are these worlds of like digging deep down into the earth of like these dungeons and then other like caves and other places and this is how you'd go and you'd go this way and then that way and then the other way you know and so that's what i used to do and so minecraft is like a 3d version you actually get to go in and 3d do that which i did as a kid on a graph paper on a notebook you know still do that yeah that's cool yeah and, and now I'm, I'm like trying to think of what to do in real minecraft by still writing it in a graph paper notebook yeah yeah the, the minecraft in in a sense it's like the best game i mean you can just build wherever you want explore you know do all kinds of cool stuff it, it is one of those games i tell you <laughs> i could spend a lot of time on that one yeah uh, a glory to glory to glory says i love the music of minecraft and see i do too yeah. but it's haunting me it's just like all the time in my head and I'm like oh it gets stuck in my head too the music yeah it's really yeah. interesting <laughs> so this is what minecraft does to me <laughs> of like i don't know if you can see but like uh this is a cliff face and like all these are supposed to be like you know houses coming out of a cliff face like birds you know and there's trees at the top and stuff and i make these tori gates you know like japanese gateways up uh -huh. all, all along the ridge and i did that and then i made a rainbow road that went all the way from one side of the world to the other and then I made a door to the nether on either side and on that cliff uh, part. And then in the nether, there's a road you can go. And obviously in the nether, you can you go a shorter amount of distance between the same distance. It's like Doctor Who or a TARDIS or something. Yeah, it took me a while, actually, it took me a while to figure that out. I didn't uh, realize that until uh, I went into this weird world. You make this portal and then... It, it takes less time, I guess, to go across yeah. the map. It's like hell, but you don't want to be there. But you know, yeah, you don't. Because <laughs> every block is like is like eight blocks in the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a mathematical like division or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's really neat. Yeah, I, I, I do enjoy that game a lot. And now that you remind me, <laughs> I'm getting nerdy about it. But I still will never ever play survival mode. I am creative mode all the way. I don't ever want to deal with anything survival mode ever. And and the time it takes to do anything, I don't. There, there's little shortcuts, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah, survival it it takes a while to get kind of used to it. It I, took me a long time to figure out how to make everything. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just architectural and landscape and stuff like that. Sure, sure. Yeah, you you could literally talk about Minecraft and make a whole like show just on Minecraft. To be honest, I mean, there's so many things that you can like. I I seen people build like computers and stuff in it. Like you can actually yeah. build like computers. Uh, this Magpie, uh, they have a pirate server, and they were building a piano, like a full working piano in Minecraft. And I videotaped it on my on my YouTube channel, and he was actually building the actual piano. Uh, yeah, I want to know how to do that how to use note blocks and do kind of something like that myself. And that's cool. I saw that picture of that a long time ago mm -hmm. because I've, I've followed um, Simon um, in the past. He he's, he's my biggest inspiration to do live streaming. Simon. Yeah. He yeah. He, when this, when he first allowed it, he was one mm -hmm. of the first streams and he was just hanging out and I'm like, I can do that. I can just hang out and be me. 
even though I have a missing tooth, you know? <laughs> yeah, that that's cool. I, I I haven't seen him upload anything in a while, though. I noticed that uh, he's been off the uh, the channel, and um, uh, also he had an Instagram profile. He deleted everything and said goodbye on there or something like that. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's if he's still doing videos or. But uh, his server was hopping there for a while. There was a lot of people on there, and uh, I remember playing on there. It was really cool. Yeah, and he he kind of said it was talking about wanting to kind of let that server go and be its own thing, and you guys make it what it is and keep it what it is, and and he'll get it. It's huge. I mean, when I mean huge, I mean I don't even know how Minecraft like calculates the land or anything, but I mean this this little city they created. I don't know how they got there, but they they probably walked the whole way. It would take you like an hour to travel there in the computer (laughs) if if you walked. I'm I'm not joking. Really? They had they had a they had to teleport me there because it was so long to go. I'm like, man, I've been walking for like a half an hour here. I don't know what's going on. That's but then that's why you you make an ice pathway, an ice highway for your boat um in the nether to get places like that, you know. Or some crazy stuff like that. I'm getting nerdy about like how to do various various things like like make uh water elevators with bubbles. yeah they actually were doing something with horses and ice and you get on a horse and then you slide on the ice and you would go really fast or something or a boat it might have been a boat a i saw that with a pig somebody riding a pig really fast but that's with mods and in the on the pc and i'm on i'm on playstation 3 anyway so i couldn't cheat if i wanted to so i'm i'm just playing it as they as they you know regular <laughs> I have a version on the Nintendo too, so if like if I have Wi-Fi or something like that, I can go on there and play online. But see, the thing is, you can only play with people that are on your list. Your uh, what do you call your friends list? So you uh-huh. can't just join us. Well, you could join like a popular server, but the thing is, is those servers they lock everything down. You can't really do anything unless you get like whitelisted onto their server, or they want like ten dollars a month or something like that, which is kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, there's like a whole weird world of Minecraft if you really wanted to go down that deep. But it's 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 interesting what people have done to it to kind of make yeah. it like you know <laughs> complicated there's, yeah, there's also some channels on youtube that you just don't want to get into just, they just like over dramatize all this stuff like oh this is the world is good things are happening oh my god you know, like, okay uh i just want to learn how to build uh, something really cool <laughs> yeah yeah that's the fun part of it right yeah yeah and I, i'm really i'm really into that i've, I've i just dug up a sunken sh- pirate ship that was underwater and i just dug out all of the i put like glass around and then i i siphoned out all the water with sponges and it took a long time there must be a better way to do it but see that's that's the glory of minecraft is it they have is, is that like an update or something you can because i saw people building things underneath the water now it's really weird you can actually well, take the water you, can always, you can always use sponges to sponge up some water but oh, only that's crazy only sponges up so much around the area where you put one. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, what, really cool. <laughs> the things I think of on there is really funny. Like the, I think they have like bees and stuff. You can have like a beehive or something now, where you can like uh, manage bees or something, and it's really funny. The animals and stuff. Uh-huh. I, I hope everyone's cool with us talking about Minecraft, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting. I like it. It's cool. I mean, I'm sure that everybody that messes around with synthesizers and knows about minecraft I, I, think. I just knew that it was something that we could talk about the two of us because and i you know i i i've always i thought about it's like when simon went and did the 
like I'm on Minecraft, everybody. And like, come join me on Minecraft, everybody. I just keep thinking about all the YouTube videos I saw where everybody's like, like, don't, don't go outside your niche. Your, your channel will just go down. Well, cause, cause your, your viewers are expecting one thing. You'll just let them all down, blah, 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 blah. You know? And so I'm like, Simon, what are you doing? You're, you know, trying to be gaming and synth at the same time. But, at the, but now I, I realize, wait a minute. Um, a Minecraft server could be a great place for everybody to just hang out. Uh -huh. It's like a little environment. Um, I've, I've tried out various social things over the years from the nineties to now of like different social platforms that they tried to make that have little avatars running around and stuff. And that they've all been pretty lame. Uh, and yeah. I, don't, I don't like social media in general. So maybe that might be like kind of a cool art alternative. Like, yeah, Minecraft. I see that as like a, it's kind of like the best version of it. I, I I remember there were other ones that where you would just hang out or something like that, or they had like virtual malls and you can buy stuff from like walking around in like a you know like a three D world yeah. kind of thing or whatever. But yeah, but it's all but time wasters. <laughs> and plus, you can have like a thousand people, I think, in just one game if you're on like a server or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, like there's so much craziness going on there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't want anyone to mess with my stuff, so that's you know, true. <laughs> Everyone's that's probably cool. I used to have servers on the on the Nintendo one, and then uh, you would invite people to like you know be your friend, and then they would just come in and they throw lava all over your house. Oh. <laughs> it happens way too often. <laughs> it reminds me of I in college I played one game pretty much. Uh, almost one one entirely uh more than everything else at starcraft on battle.net and that's what it was always like is there's always people that would just totally just ruin it for everybody else you know yeah <laughs> <All> yeah <laughs> so so it was always nice when you just found a, a few people to hang with a few people there that were or to invite that then they were cool and then you get to know them and the, you know people who are cool and then you invite them you know yeah. My nephews do it, and they invite their actual friends from school, and they know them. And there's consequences if they do things to each other in Minecraft. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. And that's the thing. I used to go to LAN parties back in the day. We used to do that. We used to have, like, uh, like uh, there was that game Diablo. We used to play that a lot. Uh -huh. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's a few other ones I, I really don't remember. But, I mean, Unreal Tournament, we played that a bunch, too. <laughs> uh -huh. I did but Quake, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, Quake. Quake's fun. Yeah. Because you could do different skins, you could be different things, mm -hmm. and as long as everyone had everyone had to download the skins though to actually see you that way. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was a bit of a computer nerd back then too, so I I know everything you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that was fun stuff. College, I, I didn't do do much actual schoolwork, but mm -hmm. uh, land parties, yeah. Oh yeah, good times. <laughs> there's, there's no latency, you know. It's not like everybody else's internet. When you when you're in the LAN, it's like you can actually do stuff, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually it's mind blowing. Actually, back in the day, I mean, you're talking, you know, back then you can just have a LAN, and then it's it's the fastest connection you can get. I mean, no latency, no nothing, and you you got used to that. You're like, man, this is great. You can play these yeah. games, and it's just it's it's as if you're playing them in real time. And then when you go online, you know, if you're using dial-up or if you're like even on just the, the first high-speed internet and stuff, it, you can notice a little bit of change, especially with the dial-up modem back in the day. That was the worst. <laughs> the other thing about it for me was music discovery was was sharing MP3s over LAN. 
you just share your fold share a folder that you have your mp3s in and everybody when i was in college like people we had just had tons of guys, guys that we, everybody on campus we would just all start doing it so that we had a shared folder of like this is my music and you would just get everybody's favorite music you know it's awesome yeah that that and i remember when movies started getting ripped off the internet and then people would have those on their computer because i didn't have the the best internet at home so my friends would have all the hit movies that came out and i would get all those movies from them and everything and then it's like wow it's cool it's like you basically get a bunch of free stuff every time you go (laughs) Uh or 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 the best game you know a lot of the games are pirated too so you get like all these new games and stuff (laughs) Uh yeah i never paid for software back in the day yeah, that's same same here. <laughs> In fact, I think the first time I ever bought Windows was probably like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Crazy, <laughs> I, cra- yeah. crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so why so what what is it what brought you to around to Washington? Uh you go you you, you do that every once in a while. It's like it hasn't been the first time. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's it's kind of our job. We go around, we deliver stuff, uh, oh, cool. just yeah, all like across the country. Yeah, yeah, cool. So yeah, so if you come around again, what maybe we can we can plan or something, and and uh, and there's no virus or whatever, then we could. <laughs> yeah. Then no you're welcome to come over and and we could do something in the studio and 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 you t- and we have lots of space here and extra beds, so. Uh, so you're cool. Welcome. You guys are welcome. yeah yeah. I'll have to think. Uh, there's some things eventually in the next few years I want to maybe like go out and uh, you know check some things out because mostly it's for work and whatnot. If I request any kind of time or something like that, I'll have to I'll have to do it in advance. But yeah, that that's, that's always fun. If there's some sort of event or something cool, yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Well, we're we're going on exactly almost exactly one minute to two hours. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, my my daughter's getting a little restless now, and uh, and so I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling it. So do you want to? Are you cool with uh, tapping it here? Yeah, I think I think I'm good. I think uh, we'll save some content for later. That would be cool. Yeah, right. Um, uh, two hours is a pretty good show. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, and um and you know we I always appreciate that that you that you like to that you hang out and uh, um. And talk to me on my Discord every once in a while, and that's nice. And it's nice to have some friends in the world, um, yeah. even though I'm kind of an introvert myself. Yeah, I'm totally the same, man. I mean, honestly, I have literally like no friends. I just uh, been kind of getting back in the social game. So uh, you're probably like the only friend I have right now. <laughs> we do what we're comfortable with, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna do as much networking with stuff online as I'm comfortable with as much social media as I'm comfortable with. I make no bones about that. Yeah. I, I remember when I quit Facebook, it was probably one of the best things I ever did though. <laughs> I couldn't handle that. Same here. Uh, yeah. Part of the reason I'm, I'm on, I got on YouTube to do this because uh, it's something and it's totally different from that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's different. So it's nice. And you get to meet people with the same hobbies and all that, you know, it's, it's cool. uh-huh. Yeah. So thank you very much, Inverted Popes, Glory to Glory to Glory, and uh, Mike Hydropneumatic, Jelly Duck 100 is always a, a nice regular on my shows, <laughs> and uh, your notifications work well. I'm, I'm glad. And um, yeah, if I missed anyone, sorry. 
hopefully in the future like we can expand on this it'd be kind of cool I, I was thinking in the future it'd be kind of cool to do more shows and more people or something like that but we'll, we'll see what happens yeah this is always... I have a lineup of people that i want that i'm gonna ask but i haven't asked any anybody else yet uh except for uh someone <laughs> someone who's present here <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> actually yeah i was it's kind of hard sometimes to even like you know ask and stuff like that so I, you don't kind of want to feel like down uh yeah technological stuff and so i feel like uh i want to be professional you know uh, yeah yeah that's true yeah. i got a list of people i was just on noir at blanc v's um live stream last night and he uh he unlisted it um but go to his go to his channel you'll find it okay. i'm sure and um and he's such a great guy and he was just the whole time he was just like go to mr basics channel he has the best stuff he has the best channel he's like you know it's, he kept, kept nice. saying like oh god well i'm gonna have to have him on my on here too <laughs> yeah he's, yeah he's such a That's great awesome. guy and That's he's great. inspired me too to try to uh, also get better looking videos right uh, people mm -hmm. like that who have gotten that down yeah yeah, I heard, I heard he has like an assistant or something on YouTube. So they were talking about in a podcast on the uh, Pirates podcast. He was talking to Simon. He's uh -huh. got like his own assistant and they help him uh, with a lot of cool things. And so it's it's really neat when you get to that level. Yeah, yeah. I need better lighting. He has a good light. I want a good light. <laughs> yeah. I'll do something hardware hardware store to do it. <laughs> sure, sure. I found a light on uh, online that's like five grand. <laughs> it's for like movie production. It's crazy. I don't, ain't no way I can afford that though. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, we do what we can do. All right. All right. Well, cool. all right. Uh, take it easy, everyone. Thank you, Audio Surgeon. Thank Audio you. Surgeon. I said it right this time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, everybody stay safe and stay happy, right? Mm -hmm. And have a good night. Have fun Let's on all the you. other streams. All right. Take care, guys. <laughs>